0: This is Husker Online, your authority on Nebraska athletics. And we're back here on the Husker Online Show. Sean Callahan now joined by Nate Klaus here. Final segment of our 2020 shows here, Nate, and uh, talking some recruiting. And uh, we're going to get some news here over the weekend potentially to watch. Uh, Nebraska is in line to get their first commit or recruit from Hawaii uh, we'll find out on NBC it's a two o'clock show rivals.com's Mike Farrell's involved um, there's a lot of eyeballs here as Nebraska could land the number one player in Hawaii on Saturday
1: yeah Wyndon Houli U- is going to be making his decision um, you know on on television and you know it's, it's a little bit unfortunate for him you know there are a lot of these guys they we're planning on doing so at the actual, um, you know, Adidas All-American Bowl, uh, which used to be the the Army All-American game. So, um, you know, but obviously all those All-Star games and All-American games have been canceled. But, um, yeah, Nebraska's got a chance to not only add a really good player, but to really, you know, kind of boost a position that is – uh, that they're in desperate need of adding, uh, you know, some players at. And that's that outside linebacker position, you know, especially after they lost uh, Will Schweitzer and uh, Patrick Payton, uh, two guys at that position that were previously committed. So, um, you know, I think right now if you're grading that position, it'd be, it'd be pretty low. Uh, but if they're able to add wind into it, uh, I think that uh, that changes the complexion uh, a great deal.
0: Let me ask you this, Nate. How does he project – in the three-four as an outside linebacker, I mean, can he be a JoJo Doman type, or is he more of a Garrett Nelson, Caleb Tanner type? When you kind of break down his skill set,
1: yeah, you know, he's not—he's not quite a JoJo Doman type, and, and there aren't very many that are um, that, that have the ability, you know, to uh, to cover, uh, you know, and kind of get after the quarterback and, and you know, a bunch of different things. Really, never have to come off the field, but. I also wouldn't say that he's, um, you know, quite like uh, Garrett Nelson either. I think, I think he's somebody, honestly, I think he's somebody that could project as an inside linebacker or outside linebacker. He's 6'3", 220 pounds. Uh, he runs very well. He can cover, uh, but I, I think that he does have the ability to, uh, to be disruptive off the edge, maybe not quite the height and length that the, that the staff would ideally like to have at that position. Uh, but there's no question he's, he's a very athletic and, and talented kid. And um, again, he could do a lot of different things. And, you know, we've kind of seen that up front along the defensive line where they're, they're, they're recruiting kids that, that can do a lot of different things. And, um, and I think we're kind of starting to see that a little bit at the linebacker position too, uh, especially in this recruiting class where there's a couple different linebackers in the class already that could be, Obviously, project as an inside linebacker, but may also be able to to play that outside spot. And I think Wendon can do that
0: too. We're talking to Husker Alliance Nate Klaus here as we wrap up 2020 with some recruiting talk, Nate. And boy, they're playing football late in the state of Georgia. Uh, Gabe Irvin and his team wrapped up a championship on Tuesday. Uh, just from what you saw and read about the game, uh, what were your thoughts on what the Huskers' future running back recruit Gabe Irvin was able to do this season?
1: Yeah, well, well, first of all, I think you've got to be impressed with the type of program that Gabe Irvin is coming from, and Malik Williams, for that matter, the cornerback signee out of, out of Buford High School. But, but uh, you know, Gabe Irvin is, has been a leader uh, on, on that Buford team now for a couple different couple years. Um, they've now won back-to-back state championships. Last year they won it in class 5A, and then this year they won it in in 6A, which is the second largest class in all of Georgia. And and there is a lot of really, really good players there. So uh, you're talking about a winner. You are uh, talking about a kid that has played at a very high level against uh, great competition um, and been super productive. I mean, and and at the right times of the year too. Uh, In the four games leading up to the state championship game on Tuesday night, uh, he, he rushed 35 times for 320 yards and seven touchdowns. Um, and, you know, if that's not putting the team on your back in the playoffs in the most important time of the year, I, I don't know what is. And uh, What's most impressive about that, too, is in most of those games, he didn't even play all four quarters he he if, if anything uh there's a couple games where he didn't even play all of the first half uh, because uh he he got the the team off to a hot start and and they were able to to rest him so um but he he's somebody who can can do it all really uh and and I liked in the state championship game he showed his ability to catch the football and and to run after the catch he had three catches for 63 yards uh, one of which was a 48-yard uh, reception that set up the uh, the go-ahead score there for Buford. So against Lee County, which was uh, and Lee, Lee County was ranked the number one team in the state. So uh, you know, really impressive senior season, and um, you know, and, and he'll be in Lincoln in just a few weeks.
0: Yeah, Nate, let's talk about that. This is uh, arguably by far the largest group of early enrollees that will come into Lincoln, and it's a different calendar because of 2020. The semester starts later. Classes don't begin until January 25th. So spring ball, there's no spring break to worry about. The Huskers are going to take spring ball, as I talked about at the the top of the show in my 3-2-1 this week as well, that spring ball is going to start in the last week of March, and the red-white game will be on May 1, Um, just when you look at it, these kids will get eight to nine weeks of good winter conditioning. It's a later spring. I mean, there's a lot there to kind of chew on when you look at just Nebraska moving this spring deeper into the calendar.
1: Well, yeah, and and, um, you know, not only, I think, is it going to be interesting to, to kind of see how that all plays out with the current roster, but you mentioned the early enrollees. Twelve kids are going to be stepping foot on campus here as uh, as year enrollees, um, and you know, and I think that's gonna that's gonna change your your roster quite a bit. You know, we've never we've never seen that many early enrollees uh, at one time, and so um, you know, and, and a lot of these guys, you know, from talking with them and being able to get to know them throughout the recruiting cycle, that they, they are laser focused. Uh, they're ready to get to work and you know, they're, when you talk to them, sometimes you get the sense that some kids are ready to just kind of get to college, get away from mom and dad, and kind of start their, start their college life, you know, and and that includes football, but also the the social aspect of it, and and all of that, but these guys, they are, they're hungry, Uh, they're ready to get to work, and um, you know, and that's that's probably one of the things I like the most about this recruiting class. When you talk to these guys, they they're a bunch of motivated guys that aren't aren't really flashy, or you know, they don't really like to be out in the spotlight. They they enjoy kind of getting to work, and so they're going to be um, you know here in Lincoln in just uh, less than a month, uh, hitting the grind.
0: And Nate, uh, you, you came out with some lists last week your final ranking list for both 2021 and then your early top 10 for 2022. I think everyone's takeaway is like man, the town in Nebraska's gotten a lot better.
1: Yeah, it really has. I mean, it's it's pretty impressive when you look at, you know, just not only how many kids across the state are getting offers and and where they're going and you know who they're signing with, but um, you know, I think the the, when you look at the amount of kids that Nebraska is offering, you know, is, I think in years past we kind of became used to there being, you know, two or three kids that that would get, you know, offers from the Huskers, and and uh, there was always maybe one no-brainer kid in the state uh, each year, maybe two that that would get early offers, and then the rest would kind of be, you know, either camp evaluations or or you know, senior evaluations. And that's not the case anymore, uh, at least the last few cycles. Last year in in 2021, they had offered seven in-state kids, and they've already offered five for the class of 2022. Um, And I think that you can make a strong argument that there's probably two or three kids in that 2022 class that that don't have offers yet that very well may end up with them. And so, um, you know, when you you look at the, the potential to get, seven, maybe eight kids out of the, the state of Nebraska, I mean, that's, that changes the way you recruit drastically. And, uh, and I think if you're Scott Frost, you've got to be pretty excited about the amount of talent that's coming out of the state right now.
0: Yeah, you hope that Nebraska can get at least three Nate for twenty twenty two. But if they got four or five, I mean, it would be another great haul. Considering the the visit limitations that could be pending, we just don't know when kids can come on campus again for a long time.
1: Yeah, that's that's a big question, you know. And, and I think there there are a handful of those twenty twenty two kids that have already been on campus, and I think that's a that's a good thing, you know. Uh, I think Deshaun Woods and Caden Helms, Micah Riley. Um Devon Jackson has been to a handful of games. I mean, the, the, the majority of those kids that have offers already have been on unofficial visits. But, um, yeah, you know, when you're, when you're looking at the uncertainty surrounding unofficial visits or, or spring evaluation period and, and all that stuff that kind of normally happens in the spring here or here over the next few months, um you know i think that uh yeah you know, it'd, be, it'd be nice for the coaches to kind of have some answers or, or at least have a, a ballpark idea of what things are going to look like or what the recruiting calendar is going to look like here uh over the coming months
0: well lots to keep up on here as the transfer portal never stops there's obviously lots of movement and things happening not only at nebraska but around the country around the big 10 and Uh, recruiting never stops so uh, make sure you log on to huskeronline.com as we will keep you up to date with the latest thanks again for joining us this week on husker online your authority on nebraska athletics